Naturalista Experience. Well, hello, 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 loves. It's me, Katie Naturalista. Today's date is Saturday, May 26, 2018. Welcome and thank you for tuning in. Today we have another great show scheduled. Today's episode, it will be a hot button issue. Yeah, it's another one of those days today, but hey. Some things have to be said, so stay tuned to find out what it is. If you'd like to join in on today's conversation, call us at 914-803-4585. Again, that number is 914-803-4585. Before we get into today's topic, I'm going to drop you this track by Rari titled God's Whisper on the Naturalista Experience.
Welcome back to the Naturalista Experience. Just as a reminder of how you all can find and follow me, catch me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Katie Naturalista. Also, watch and subscribe to my YouTube channel to get your daily and weekly poetry fill. Follow and subscribe to the Naturalista Experience podcast on Blog Talk Radio. That way you can join us live every single Saturday and never miss a show. You can also catch up on those awesome archives to see what you may have missed. So, today's topic, Desensitized to the Black Image. So today, we are going to talk about this hot button issue. I have done a few shows that discuss black and white privilege, stereotypes that black people face, but today I want to talk about these trends that seem to continuously pop up on the news, our social media, and in real life. I want to ask you guys, have you noticed lately the flux of police shootings towards black men? They have literally been streamed across our screens or the frequent irrelevant police calls on black people. That's something else that's been popping up in the media lately. And, you know, it's not just in the United States. It's actually all over the globe. Um, also, the crazy police stops as well, you know, the bogus police stops where it's not anything that's really traffic related, but it's literally DWB, driving while black. And even more so lately, you know, a lot of black women have been victimized during these police stops. So I want to ask, is any of this waving a red flag to anyone? I mean, every day there's always a new story of something happening. Is this something that all of us as a society need to raise the red flag on, or is it just a black problem? To be honest, I'm starting to feel that all of occurrences, all of the occurrences are a way to desensitize people of doing harmful, unjustified acts towards black people. And I'm here to tell you, loves, we do not need that to happen. Because the moment we accept seeing another black body riddled with bullets in the middle of the street as normal, that's the moment where we have truly given up on humanity and singled out one race as irrelevant. And that is something that I personally will not accept, and I hope that you won't accept it either. So that leads us to some questions, right? You know, what do we do? How do we react? What can we do as a society, not just as the black people, but I mean as a society, black, white, Asian, Hispanic, everybody, what can we do to overcome all of this, this you know, these triggers against just one race? Does anybody have an answer? I mean, I have a few answers, but hey, you know, they may not be the right ones. I also want to break down, you know, some examples to my listeners today, because I want you guys to actually be able to relate to today's topic and understand where I'm coming from, because maybe you haven't noticed and you're just unaware of everything that's going on. Not everybody gets the same feed as everyone. We all know how, you know, media works, right? So let's try to make everyone aware so that way we can work on a solution together. We are going to go ahead and take another break. If you would like to speak on today's topic, give me a call. Number here is 914-803-4585. Again, that number is 914-803-4585. I'm going to play this track that I know a lot of you may have heard by now. 
It actually relates to today's topic. It's by the magnificent Childish Gambino titled, This is America on the Naturalista Experience. Hello, loves. Welcome back to the Naturally Sit Experience. 
Before the break, we were discussing how the media that we all know and love may be desensitizing us to the injustices of black people. Before the break, my questions were, what do we do? How do we react? And how do we overcome all of this? And when I say, how do we and what do we I'm not just referring to just the black people. I'm talking about all of us as a whole, because if we really want to believe in this whole matter of coexisting and humanity, it should all be an effort of working together, right? So like I said, I do have answers and opinions, because of course your answers can also be opinions. If they are the right solution or not, who knows? But, you know, we need to find some type of way to create change. If you'd like to join in on today's conversation, like I said, give us a call at 914-803-4585. Again, that number is 914-803-4585. So just to kind of reiterate the questions and give you guys my answers to my own questions, the first one was, what do we do? I mean, you know, a lot of people feel like the issue is the person, right? A lot of people are always like, they shouldn't have been dressed the way that they were. You know, they should have been fully compliant and not asked any questions. Well, folks, I'm here to tell you, none of that matters. I mean, you know, it it shouldn't matter how a person dresses. It shouldn't matter how a person speaks, you know, and then they're not able to be able, they're not able to be treated justly, you know? And I mean, they should be able to ask questions if they feel like they're being threatened or mistreated. My answer to what do we need to do is make sure we are informed of our rights. You know, know that you as a citizen have rights and exercise those rights. And when the people who are supposed to protect and serve us won't listen, you know what, at that point, shut your mouth. Because at that point, you just need to take everything to a legal level. Don't threaten them, don't get hostile, don't start fighting, but then again, don't become docile. So don't, you know, sit here and submit. Remain firm, stay calm, and just remember, you are in control, you know, of every single situation. Even though it may feel like you are not in control, you are. So just just keep that in mind. That's what I feel like, you know, we can possibly do to help with some of this, you know, that's going on. The next thing was, how do we react, you know, and the reaction should always be calm, calm and casual. Um, I want to correlate this question with the random police calls on black people. I know if you guys have been, you know, looking, you know, on your Facebook or Instagram or Snapchat or whatever it may be, you guys have heard the story about the barbecue guy in California. You know, he was literally sitting, grilling, minding his own business. And this lady, she was of Caucasian descent, came up to him and told him, hey, you can't be here. You can't be out here grilling. I mean, she literally came up making all sorts of accusations and rules and regulations that never existed, talking about you can't use a charcoal grill out here. You know, the the coal will hurt the kids and all this other nonsense. And, you know, did you guys see how calm the man acted, how collected he was? He even told her she doesn't know what she's talking about. And he made sure that he made it clear that, you know, she was harassing him. And, you know, ultimately the way that the situation turned out, you guys, is it turned around on to that lady. So someone else actually intervened. She was another lady of Caucasian descent. And, you know, she actually confronted the woman. And then she 
you know, created a situation herself with the, you know, other Caucasian lady to say, hey, you know, you took this for me. She gave her a business card, and then she was like, you know, you stole that. You stole that. And she kind of turned the, the whole wave of harassing on her so she could see how it felt. And then all of a sudden when the police, you know, arrived, the lady wanted to cry victim. And, you know, it just it was funny because she literally was like, they're harassing me. I don't know why they're harassing me. And now look at how the whole situation turned out. She's the laughing stock of all social media. I mean, she has hella memes all over the uh, all over the internet. She has t-shirts made of her. I mean, and it's just because she wanted to harass somebody else. So that's one way of how to react. You know, stay calm and you know, let matters take care of themselves because obviously in this case it pretty much did, and, and it backfired on the person who was trying to, you know, step upon the liberties of somebody else, just having a nice day barbecuing outside. So the next question that I had was, how do we overcome all of this? I would say that the best way to overcome everything is to keep the discussion alive. There's one thing that I have heard many people that are of, that are not of color say, you know, just forget it. Why do you guys keep bringing up something sore? One thing in particular that they say is a sore spot is uh, slavery. I mean, it's something that happened. It's something that a lot of people do not know about. It's something that a lot of people don't know how bad it was. Um, it's also something that our kids, being you know a black person, they need to know about, but they need to also know that that's not the only part of their history. So, you know, it's always valid to keep the discussion alive. No one should ever have to silence themselves because you know, it just doesn't, it's so overplayed to a certain race and they just feel uncomfortable talking about it. You understand what I mean? But, you know, stay relevant with the discussion whenever we do keep the discussion alive. Don't just visit it and protest on it for, you know, a day or two and then go back to your everyday life. No, you'll never get anything fixed that way. As a people, when something happens to one of our own, remember it happens to all of us. And we should stick together to overcome this hurdle and not just turn our backs once the spotlight is gone. You don't have to hit the pavement every day and protest, but there are other ways to keep the fight alive. Make sure you are active in your community. I know it's hard because, you know, we have so many things to do day to day. I definitely understand. But remaining active in the community and giving back is a plus. I want you guys to also stay knowledgeable about those who are running for offices, not just the big one, not just, you know, for the presidential election, not for just the Senate, but also just for your local offices. Those are very, very important. Learn the faces of the people who represent your town, your city, your state, all of that. If they aren't backing you, don't back them. And then last but not least, if injustices are happening at a particular business, company, etc., stop investing your dollars in them. Stop wasting your money there. There are many places that I personally do not shop in, and there are many brands that I don't purchase anymore or places that I don't eat at or hotels that I don't even stay in just because of their bias, discrimination, or injustice to either their employees or to other cultures. So, you may think, um, you know, you leaving all of your money out of that company doesn't matter because, hey, you're just one person, right? But no, it, it makes a difference because what do these big corporations always say whenever they're doing their little, you know, 
roundups or when they're bringing people in. Every customer matters because every single dollar counts. So ask yourself, why would you be any different, right? So just keep these things in mind, love. Really, really keep it in mind. We are going to go ahead and take a break. After the break, I will read today's piece. This will be another exclusive on the Naturally Experience podcast, so I hope you stay tuned to listen in. I will also share with you all some headliners that you may not have heard. That that way you guys can be, you know, informed and understand, you know, where I'm coming from and why I'm saying we're being trained. So the two tracks that I have coming your way is going to be Beady Bell, Nevermind. And right behind that, you'll hear Daniel Caesar Streetcar. You're hearing this live on the Naturalista Experience. We'll be back after the break. You know better than I what is strength and what is soul. You know better than I what your point of view involves. You know better than I what can make you satisfied. And you Oh, my dear. 
Go live your life 
Hello, loves. You are tuned in to the Naturalista Experience. Today's piece is called De-Evolution. I've been working on this piece for a while, and I finally have the finished product. I hope the message of this piece reaches everyone. This is a Naturalista Experience exclusive. So again, this piece is titled De-Evolution. Sometimes I sit here and stare into the chaos. Taking analysis of this event, I'd like to call de-evolution. The meaning is in the word, and I hope it hits a nerve to let you know how far we have not come. Yeah, there's technological advancement and material things, but what the hell happened to human beings? What happened to common sense? It's as though Trump and Pence made America great again with patchwork, and now it's gone to shit. Is this twilight zone or is it hit or miss? I stormed the suburbs and threw Hector over a fence. He was brought here age 10 and kicked out at 36. Our communities, liberties, frail and fallen to bits. Instead of chains and whips, they pulled the strap from their hit, killing our brothers and sisters. What year is this? What happened to morals? Have they ceased to desist? Hands up. Don't shoot. Officer, I did not resist. Mindlessly watching justice fail as the government pleads the fifth. The White House cabinet dropping like flies. Oh, my nigga, it's about to be some shit. Blacks have too many privileges and whites say there doesn't exist. I'm not racist. I don't see color. (laughs) Yeah, that's a trip. Society's fame is factory made, creating replicas of dummies. Reality TV has become life and... Man, it's all so numbing. Vanity, hypocrisy, and hate continues to breed. I can't speak my truth in protest because it's too obscene. What the hell happened to human beings? My conclusion is we lost the meaning of love, liberty, and life. My hypothesis on de-evolution, I need you to listen. Listen, you guys. There's always two sides. We have to understand. Humanity can't exist without woman or man. We can't grow if we refuse to understand culture, color, and creed. If we don't wake up now, de-evolution will supersede. Are you all ready to evolve? Well, then let's proceed. All right, loves. Again, that piece is titled De-Evolution. The piece is not available in either of my current titles, but make sure that you guys check out both of my books. You can purchase them on Amazon. The first title, newly released book, is Real Love, Real Life, and the debut book is Lust Redeem, Love and Pain, Life Reclaim. Again, like I said, both of them are available on Amazon in both paperback and Kindle versions, so make sure that you order your copies today because both titles, they go hand in hand and they take you through the poetic journey of Katie Naturalista. So loves, we're going to take another break, and after the break, I will share a few headliners that you may or may not have seen revolving around, you know, the police stops, the shootings, and irrelevant calls that have been made on African Americans. If you would like to join in on the call and join in on the topic today, you know, give us a call at 914-803-4585. Again, that number is 914-803-4585. I'm going to drop you guys this track by Evil Needle titled Hate It or Love It on the Naturally Stick Experience.
And welcome back to the Naturalista Experience. Remember, loves, you all can find me on all social media outlets. That's Twitter, IG, and Facebook. Make sure to watch and subscribe to my YouTube channel. And also go to my website, naturalistapublishing.com. You guys can purchase your Naturalista t-shirts and stay in tune with everything Katie Naturalista. Also, if you guys would like to be a part of the No One Knows a Poet podcast series on the Naturalista Experience, you guys can showcase your work. Go to my page. Patreon account for more details. That's patreon.com forward slash Katie underscore naturalista. So before the break, I said that I would share a few headliners with you all. That way you all may be able to understand, you know, my point of discussing today's topic. The first thing I'll bring up is the comparison. So the comparison is police shootings towards black males and African-American people versus school shootings. Just to give you all some numbers, so far from the research I was able to find, in 2018, mind you guys, we're only in the month of May, so we are only five months into the year. We have had 23 black deaths at the hands of police. And, you know, that number is going to be versus school shootings, right? So, so far we've had 20 school shootings that have happened in 2018, which is really, really another tragedy that we're suffering here in America. Um, to bring up a, a story to you guys, the most recent police shooting um, uh, towards a black male was that of Stephon Clark. He was in California. He was the 22-year-old black male who was gunned down by police when his cell phone was mistaken as a weapon. Um, as you see, you know, Childish Gambino actually mentioned him in the song, This is America, when you heard it earlier. Um, I'm sure that everyone in the States, uh, maybe even around the world, saw this video. You literally saw, you know, Stefan's body riddled with bullets, uh, and literally the whole world saw it. And I'm bringing up this point to bring up the other part, which is school shootings. On the other hand, you have these school shootings, these terrorists, um, you know, mainly they are, you know, Caucasian children um, or Caucasian adults, nonetheless, because most of them are 18, 19. Um, as far as we've heard, some of them are, you know, a little bit younger than that, but some of them are 18, 19 years old. These, you know, terrorists are literally taking the lives of children. And it's not just one or two, you know, of their students that they're killing. It's actually like eight, 17, 20. And it's been horrible. I mean, the world has yet to see the destruction of what these men slash boys, you know, have caused, right? And, you know, when when we haven't been exposed to bullet-ridden bodies, you know, of the shooting suspects in these schools, I mean, what does that say? You know, these these are these are people who actually had a weapon in their hand that actually murdered, you know, child after child. But on the other side, 
us being black, you know, we're subjected to see over and over again. And I'm sure that many of you guys have seen it and probably even went back and revisited, which is the sickening part. I'm sure that you guys saw the bullet ridden bodies of Stefan Clark. I'm sure you guys played that video over and over again where he was running and then was just gunned down. And you actually saw the bullets plummeting his body. I'm sure you even saw the same thing again with Philando Castile. And, and that story, as you all know, it hurts me to my heart every time to talk about it because of just how the situation went. You literally saw him sitting there in the car going to reach for his wallet. And the officer plummeted his body with bullets. And then, you know, way, way back when, um, at Fruitvale Station, I think I'm saying it correctly, Oscar Grant, you know, was in handcuffs. He was in handcuffs on New Year's Eve night and was shot, you know, by an officer. And then you even saw young Michael Brown. And, I mean, Michael Brown was still a boy. Because he stole or, you know, was accused of stealing a bag of chips, they shot him down in the middle of the street and let his body lay there. I can literally go on, you know, and these are just a few examples that I'm giving you all of the unbalanced scale of justice and the punishment that black men suffer at the hands of police when they haven't done a thing, you know, and you have these white school shooters is face after face is literally on the screen that kill children. And, and you don't even see, you don't even see them get shot. You don't see them beat up. You don't see them bruised. You see them still fully clothed, put in handcuffs and thrown into a car and able to go to trial. And most of them are actually submitted into psych wards, psych wards, sorry. And some of them are, you know, press charges against. But it's just, and some of them you don't even hear what happens to them after the fact, right? I mean, you know, it, it, it's crazy because you have these unarmed black men. And, you know, with Philando's situation, he was armed, but actually let the officer know that he was armed and he actually had a permit to carry, you know, but... In the same sense, you have Stefan, you have Oscar, you have Michael, none of them that were armed, and they were gunned down. And for what? It was just literally a display for the world to see. And, and that, you know, you all, I just want to let you know that that cannot happen. That cannot continue to go on. I do not want us to become so trained in the brain. I don't want us to be desensitized to the fact that it's okay to shoot a black man because it's not. It, it, it is not great to do that. It's not something that needs to happen. You know, police have the proper mind and training to know how to handle situations, and that's how these things need to be handled. I mean, you see that they do it with with a white man with a weapon in his hand, so why can't it go the other way around? So to step off of that topic and go on to the next that I was bringing up was the irrelevant calls to the police. So I'm sure that you all remember the two black males that were in Starbucks where the employee called the police on them because they were supposedly disobeying policy and trespassing. Rayshawn Nelson and Dante Robinson, those were the two black males. They weren't doing anything wrong. They were doing what many have done over the years at Starbucks, sitting and waiting to meet their business partner and then purchase their food and drink once all parties arrived. But for some reason, an employee felt the need to call the police and because they felt like, you know, Rashawn and Dante were suspicious and that they were trespassing. Someone needs to learn the meaning of customer service. Am I right? (laughs) 
I mean, although everything, you know, since then has been settled, many more instances such as this, you know, have been happening at other establishments. It's happened at places such as local parks. Remember the barbecue incident I talked about earlier? It's happened at Waffle House. Um, It's happened at other restaurants as well. It's something that needs to stop, you guys. You know, stop wasting the police's time and stop crying wolf whenever there's not something going on just because you see a black person at random and you just think that they're suspicious. This is not a reason to call the police, you know, and and there's so many other things that happen and there's so many other calls that they probably could have missed because of emergencies because somebody wants to be a racist prick and cry wolf. So that's something that, you know, really needs to be evaluated. Last but not least, the one thing that I wanted to bring up was police stops and victimizing black women. I don't know if you guys um, have recently seen on the news. I know that it was, you know, really big here in Georgia where I am where um, 65-year-old Rose Campbell was pulled over by the police. She was treated horribly, you guys. It was actually really upsetting to see. Um, You know, this happened really close to home, you know, for me, because literally it it is close to home. She was in Alpharetta, Georgia area, and she, you know, surprisingly enough, is a Lyft driver. Uh, She actually had a passenger in the car at the time. When she was pulled over, the police were really rude, hostile, and violent, you know, with Ms. Campbell. It was three white police officers who were at her car door. She asked for a supervisor because she herself felt threatened. I mean, why wouldn't you feel threatened if you have three men? And I mean, it wouldn't have mattered whether it's white, black, or whoever, but you have three men, three, <laughs> three you know, uniformed police officers at your door, and for what? Um, so, you know, she asked for the supervisor because, again, like I said, you know, she felt threatened and she was unsure uh, what was going on, and the officers refused And one particular officer, he seemed like he was a young gentleman. I really didn't get the name of who the officer was or how old he was, but he literally yelled at her, called her all sorts of names, and then, you know, told her to get the F out of the car. They forcibly tugged her, twisted her arms, and put her in handcuffs. Now, mind you, you know, Mrs. Campbell, she, you know, told him she has high blood pressure, she has diabetes, and... You know, she was saying, be careful, because she didn't want anything to happen to her. I wouldn't want anything to happen to her either. You know, and honestly, the whole result of it all is she didn't do anything wrong. I want you guys to really think about it. Think about if that was your aunt, because I I don't have grandparents 65 years old, but I actually have aunts that are, you know, 65 or older. You know, think about if that was your aunt or your grandmother. You know, how would it make you feel? I mean, I've never seen someone disrespect an elder so much. It was sickening. As of right now, from, you know, what I've heard, they currently are investigating um, the hostile officer um, because he, you know, he did go ahead and he resigned. But there hasn't been any other word of what was going to happen to the two other officers that, you know, let everything take place. So, um, you know, hopefully we can get down to the bottom of this and figure out what's going on and we can get this other issue to stop. Um, Again, you all, you know, we have to do something because everyone has rights, no matter what race they are. We need to realize that, and especially, you know, the ones that are supposed to protect and serve us, you know, the citizens of this country, they really need to get in check. You know, they really need to get in order. And I'm not saying that it's all, but the people that are doing it, who are abusing the system, who are taking advantage of us, it needs to stop. Um, We are going to go ahead and take a short break, loves. I'm going to drop you this tune by Dream Koala titled Souvenirs, and we'll be right back after the break on The Naturalista Experience.
and welcome back to the Naturalista Experience. Remember, loves, to follow me on IG, Twitter, and Facebook. Also, visit my website, naturalistapublishing.com. Immerse yourself into the heart and mind of everything Katie Naturalista. I want to thank everyone for listening into tonight's show. You know, I really hope I've reached you all and, and made you all aware of what we need to pay attention to. Remember, I said earlier in the show, is this a black issue or is this a society's issue? I think it's more of an issue for all of us as a whole. You know, when one race is being victimized, we all need to pull together and we all need to get everything fixed, right? I mean, if we really want to believe in this whole thing of coexisting humanity and, and morals and, and all of this stuff, and even if you're one of those, you know, even if you're really into the church and you're a Christian, you believe in God and Jesus himself, you know, if we're all his children, then we all need to act that way, right? We need to accept one another, right? And do whatever we know is best for each each and every one and everybody be treated fairly. So I'm going to say don't give up the fight to be treated fairly because it is truly our God-given right. You know, everybody has the right to be treated fairly. Everybody has the right to walk this earth and be free. Uh, I am going to go ahead and close out the show for this evening, but I did want to send a few reminders your way. If you'd like to be a part of the No One Knows a Poet podcast series on the Naturalista Experience, and you guys can showcase your work, go to my Patreon account for more details. That's going to be patreon.com forward slash Katie underscore Naturalista. And make sure that you guys go and purchase a copy of both of my books, so not just one, get both. <laughs> the newly released book is Real Love, Real Life, and the debut book is Let's Redeem, Love and Pain, Life Reclaimed. Remember, both of them are available on Amazon in paperback and Kindle version for you to purchase. I want you guys to visit naturalistapublishing.com. That way you guys can stay up to date with everything Katie Naturalista. And I hope you guys tune in Saturday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time to catch our next show. Good night, loves, and Katie Naturalista out.